Hello, here's my impression of what it was like to be in the earthquake in Melbourne, Australia today. No! Oh my god, is that a fucking earthquake? Is that a bloody earthquake right now? I'm fucking scared, dude. It's a fucking earthquake. Thank you. This is cold. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. Breath. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Elbow likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Oh, nurse, I'm walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Well, hello, Australia. Uh, welcome again to the podcast that you're listening to. The podcast that you're listening to is G'day Sausages. It is Australia's favourite podcast on Australian politics that uh, comes from uh, the inner north of Canberra. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And I'm Peter Pants. What? You can't just change your name all the time. <laughs> Can I just change your name all the time? Yes, he can. I, I mean, I, I guess he can. Okay. <laughs> what are we it's been Ron Toilet for ages. And that wasn't me at the beginning. That was not me at the beginning, even though it sounds so much like I'm me. not saying it no. sounds like you. Look, look. No, I'm, you're not doing it hard enough. I am. No, you've got to do more of a nori. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> such like, is such a great Is she actually American? I, I she believe so. American? I believe that's so. the best Australian accent by an American ever done. So just to just to give her her due, that was Katie Delaney. Um, uh, well, look, she says Los Angeles on her Twitter Twitter bio. I but then she said in the video, you know, that she is here in Australia at the moment or something like that. So awesome work, Katie. I think that's that's one of the oh. best best Australian accents I've heard. But it's a word choice. It's the word choice that matters yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! The emphasis <laughs> is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so you lot, it's been a little bit over a week since we have been able to come together and cathart for you about mm. the shit pile that is Australian oh, yeah. politics. So much has happened in that last <laughs> nine days or so. So we're going to cathart all over it for you, listener. And you can, I don't know, do what you like with that. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to start yep. because there's a whole bunch of stuff that we will Write cover. Your name. Well, we're going to cover. We're going to cover a little bit of AUKUS. We're going to cover uh, Christian Porter. Barnaby, I'm going to throw in a little bit about um, Bojo. Uh, also, oh, yeah. shit going down in Melbourne, picks in Hunter. Where are we going to start? I want to start... We didn't cover this before because last time we spoke, uh, Christian Porter had just been uh, in a little bit of pickle. He's in a little bit of pickle. He was blind trust. Uh, we spoke on Thursday a week ago. Yeah, we week talked about ago. that. And by and Sunday... we talked about all the merits of the blind trust. Mm. Yeah. There, there were many or not many. By Sunday... By Sunday, he'd taken uh, G'day Sausage's right. advice and uh, written written a resignation letter. So there you go. I thought I picked it that he was gone. When I first saw that, I thought, fuck yes, I totally got this, but he's not gone. He's just- He's not you know, gone. He's, he's not gone. He's in the naughty corner for a couple of As months. As Barnaby said, not long after, you know, he'll he'll spend his time in the sin bin, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the sad sin bin that Barnaby spoke about, and then he'll come back because that's what they do. That's what they do. And I, I like how the Angus Tail has been dropped in. After, so I like I like how – so Porter's well Demotion is the science portfolio. portfolio. So if you if you shit yourself, you get science because obviously science doesn't matter. Yeah. And now they bring in Angus. Angus freaking serial joke Taylor to sit on a science panel for what? A couple of months? Until who, who's going to be worse? Maybe Barnaby's going to end up there. Yeah, he's still got energy and um, emissions reduction. So if you've got one job and someone says, okay, we've got this other vacancy so you can do that job at the same time, <laughs> somewhere along the line someone's being dissed, you know, like either you didn't have enough to do in the first place or that job's not really a real job yep. so you can do two of these at once. And the other thing that got me was Scott Morrison, this was one of these Sunday afternoon um press conferences that he does when he's got bad news because yeah, it's to show everyone that he's being compassionate and responding to the Australian people. Mm -hmm. And when someone said, so is Christian Porter going to give the money back or what's he, what's the next step kind of thing or where's your investigation? And, that, and he goes, well, he's no longer a minister, so we don't have to investigate because the ministerial yeah. standards don't apply because he's didn't... resigned as a minister. <laughs> now, he's not wrong. 
wrong. So, so basically but saying that backbenchers can receive um, brown paper bags of cash from a dude in a trench coat exactly that says Nambler across his hat, uh, and that's all fine. Backdoor, backhand, backbench, that's how it rolls. They've that's all got great. back in it, so it's fine. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I, you know, democracy's great. It's going really well. Uh, yep. It, it still just gets just me. How can you be that one? Obvious weasel. 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 I kept coming back to the word weasel. Like weasel yeah. in delivery, weasel words, weasel everything wrong. Sorry if there are any weasels listening, but, you know, like it's not a good word to have associated with you. Yeah, neither's little shit stick. I mean, and, and <laughs> ass face. There's, there's nothing about them. How despicable can you be did you, and, did, and not hate yourself? Did you read Christian Porter's um, resignation letter? It's pretty long, three three pages, but uh, it's it really. Oh my god! It was it was no it was worth a read because there was so much. Um, I'm the victim here. I'm the victim of the mob, the oh, social media mob. I you know. Yeah, and, and, and what was it? I, I can't reveal who's in the trust, even if I knew, because Twitter would be mean to them. Yeah. What? As if we, what? as if we do that. As if, as if we've got that much power. I don't think so. Oh, we totally do. We totally do. All right. Well, let's move on from Christian Porter because uh, well, the world has moved on from him. Um, let's cover. Okay, I want to ask. I'm going to start with Melbourne protests. Have you guys been? Have you guys been watching the protests down in Melbourne? Um, well, I didn't know I, there were any. I okay. saw. I I've had a ridiculous week of not being connected to the news, and I saw little bits and pieces and. Like, tiny little clips would be on um, Facebook, I'm sorry, uh, Twitter or something. So I play them and I hang on a minute, what's that about? And then I saw a little headline pop up on my screen that said, no fly zone over Melbourne. And and then I watched one of the clips where all these horses, you know, cops on horses were going to the Shrine of Remembrance. I'm like, settle down, tiger. Like, this is massively out of control. But then I have caught up on it since to find out the observations of the Monday protest at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. There was some, a sociologist talking on the ABC, as one does, and she, I think it was a sociologist. Anyway, she was talking about the fact that the um, nine, at nine o'clock in the morning when people were protesting, it looked like a, it looked like a tradie protest, okay? Ten o'clock apparently out on Telegram, which is, the open everything platform with encryption that everybody goes to these days for particularly if you're a Nazi. And if teenagers, you're a Nazi teenagers thing, love it. To do it's Nazi for kids, things. Really. Said, hey, everyone's protesting, get on down there. So that's when it seemed to change its demographic of who was protesting and it has things escalated quickly. I think that's just interesting. The people in the first hour as opposed to the people in the hours after that. Oh, and look. the days after that as well. I well, mean, it wasn't one day. It's not like uh, the far right aren't going to be opportunistic in this this kind of thing because at that moment their their values might line up. You know, there's a you know if you're protesting against the lockdowns, um, clearly there are a lot of tradies that were feeling um, maligned and suffering. They weren't, but anyway, uh, then then this is an opportunity. But uh, yeah, I think it's interesting. I saw this great tweet thread. You know, if um, if you're still at a protest and the Nazis turned up um, and they're working with you. Then, that then, you're may, at the, then you're at the wrong protest. Wrong yeah, protest. Go think. home now. Go and Go sit home. by the Shrine of Remembrance and think about what you've just done. If you don't yeah. tell them to fuck off, then you're basically saying that's okay, that's cool, that's cool. So, But it's fucking messy though because, I mean, it started – look, the, some of the tradies were, as I read it, Trying to get a bit of clarity on some details. Others were just being wankers because they're like, "You can't tell me to." Get That's what I heard vaccine. in all of the chanting: "Clarity on the details, clarity exactly. on the details." <laughs> what we want. So they um, common trade, I mean, common trade phrase that one. They're detail oriented folk, but they um they were also there was things like what is it? You can't hang out in your inter indoor break room, and that is of course you know an absolute travesty because then you can't have your international roast and flick through the latest porn calendar from strap-on tools or whatever it is. So that's the thing that obviously has caused the biggest actual genuine tradie concern, and then it just descended into these other people getting on board. But and that- I love the, the arguments that have been going on all week about it wasn't really tradies, it was all tradies, it was the far right, it was the left, and there was a few saying it was Antifa and BLM people false flagging it, which I think oh. is hilarious because obviously that's what they do. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it was Murfaroo this morning even in um, Guardian was saying, you know, people are quick. Was it legitimate blue-collar workers? Was it anti-lockdown campaigners? Was it Nazis? It's like pretty much all, everybody. All of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all the of whole them. lot. Yeah, it's D. everyone. But D. it does. It does say something interesting as well. I was reading one thing. Um, you know, that shows 
absolute de- decline in union membership amongst those sorts of people that they would um, that I think the CFMEU uh, now represents only about 10% of those industries whereas in the past might have been way higher 50 60 70 percent or something like that and and it really does show you know all of the stuff that has moved all of those tradies into you know self-employed entrepreneur sort of types you know they're, they, they're going to do all of their own stuff and yeah. so They've been shifted a long way from from their union style membership of the seventies, and so yeah, or even even the eighties. And I mean, that stopping construction for two weeks that that like that was what the government said they were going to stop construction in Melbourne for two weeks to sort of try and stem the spread of COVID, mm. and that I thought was the original. Mm impetus for it and then it got on, then it was, there was the mandatory vaccinations if you wanted to go on site and those sorts of things then yeah that's never going to play well in that that crowd because John Secker's so considered and measured in all his responses yes he is he, is, he's, uh, he was going to be a, a medieval literature scholar um, but he, instead he uh, pivoted uh, at his career time early I like um Bernie Bernie Finn the Victorian state Liberal MP has been against that he, he's gotten behind them so it's good to see some local pollies uh Climbing in, and he wrote on Facebook, "There is no justification for violence, but if any government but- tried to force medical treatment on me against my will, they'd see a fighting fury. A fighting fury." I, I saw something saying um, uh, there was there was a good line that you know mandatory vaccines in the policy in Victoria versus in New South Wales in the construction industry. Uh, it was a uh, um, to keep the construction open. Um, if they're not vaccinated, you can only have fifty percent of people. Um, on the side, yes, it's so, a trade-off. Uh, so, kind of so thing. there was a trade-off, and people can go, oh, okay, get your get your mates to everyone get vaccinated, and we can have more people on site, and we can and we can work properly. And so, there's a bit of a uh, a social incentive, and and whereas, yeah, I think mandatory is is probably going to cause problems in this kind of situation. You know, it's entirely legal though, because my wife and I have very interesting conversations um, in the evening, and she was looking up employment law on this. No doubt you do. I mean, who doesn't you know, have employment law do. conversations in Not the like evening? like our house. Mm. I know, I know. We're exciting people, but she was, she was looking up for her own purposes. Get the con- cognac out and uh, cognac and you're having your um, your cigars and your talking to your smoking jacket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was. It's, it's velour because velvet's just so expensive <laughs> these days. Do you rotate topics? Like, do you go employment, no, law, employment law, constitutional no, employment law? law. No. Oh, okay. I only care about employment <laughs> law. I mean, it's, it's my time off. I can do what I want. <laughs> and he, and Histori- so historical employment law or other countries' employment law, different states. Oh, different other countries international states. employment law. Yeah. I'm going to have to leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> international <laughs> employment law. Maritime employment law. Anyway, I'll leave it alone. Law anyway. of the sea. Yeah, we're into law of the sea. But um, so apparently um, it's entirely, it's it's not at all without precedent that certain no. worker places and industries demand vaccinations, old people's homes and flu vaxxers. Mm. So flu vaxxers have been tested a lot in uh, employment law. And whether it's okay to make it mandatory, and a senior employment law person apparently said they've never seen an anti-case win. Someone mm-hmm. saying "fuck you, you," it's not right for you to do this. So, if you've got a reasonable case to make that a vaccine would be necessary in the workplace, and sure, they do, it's, it's it's cool how having a law solves politics, though. It fixed it. That's why the, like, like the, there is um, a law. So don't go on anymore. So therefore, you can't not like it because there's a yeah. law. That's how it, yeah. that's how it works. But no, the, the argument saying this is this is unconstitutional. It's illegal. It's like no, there's heaps of precedent. It's very clear. Oh come on! Anyone who says it's unconstitution, unconstitutional really doesn't know what they're talking about. Like no. that's that's. Well, they don't know the Australian Constitution no. at, at all. <laughs> it's got fuck all in it. We don't have rights in it. We're not into rights, man. We didn't need them. No, Gentlemen's no, agreement. Okay, if you want, if you want all the tradies and everyone to get vaccinated and things, and and if they thought that making. Um, you know, shutting things down and saying 50% in the tea rooms and all the rest of it, it starts to make Albo's idea of give everyone 300 bucks who gets a vaccine not so stupid. 300 bucks and some ketamine or something like that. (sighs) Really? God, I went early. I shouldn't shouldn't have gone so early. All of Canberra. All of Canberra's gone way too early. (laughs) All of Canberra's right. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, there are – I don't agree with the way that it was – sort of originally presented it would be better if it you know that, that there was a kernel of a good idea in that 300 bucks yeah it's a bloody good shot. idea you know it was a bloody good idea you Look, know let's just and think like, about people incentives would spend the money some way and da, da, da. but it's like package it up if you know present it in a way that makes sense to people don't be but, cowards too think how cheap that 300 bucks looks now Oh, gotcha. Like it looks like five bucks. It's nothing. It's freaking petty cash. Yeah. But I do like that. So the the social incentives as well. That um, 
that mandatory. We'll get is, your girlfriend if you get vaccinated. We'll find your girlfriend. Yeah, something like that. You get a you get a you get a uh, a better account on Tinder. You can have uh, you know, I, I don't know what the difference is, but you get extra extra high profile. <laughs> That's it. I, I collect small dolls. I'm into anal, and also I have vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't I could, be reading my own profile, should I? You're right, no, you're right. I was going to yeah. say, you're reading out your profile. But just on, on that, on toilet. I, was, I was seeing a, a great graph, though, um, today in terms of Australian vaccination rates because, you know, uh, we Is that the one I sent you about how it just goes nuts right uh, at the end? Possibly. It's, maybe I didn't yeah. see it. But, yeah, it's just uh, we started behind. We started slow. Yeah. We, we were not in a race then. Uh, we have come to the race now, and the Australian vaccination rates are just going gangbusters. Let's say there might be something to do with a lockdown. Uh and and we are we are rapidly shooting up there. Um, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but doing so well around the country. Big Rest problem though. Insane. Big problem though is uh, um, Queensland and Western Australia might need to pick up their game because um, we may be able to go international travel before we can get to Queensland, which I don't like that. I don't like that. That's because you, you're from Queensland. Is that no. because you want you don't want to go to, to Queensland via Bali, or what's the deal? I, I, I wouldn't mind going to Bali, but deep down. Oh. I'll leave for Christmas. That'd be all right. I, was gonna say, I just want to go and see the in-laws, you know, oh, and the outlaws no. and the and the laws. Mate, you adorable. You know, the law. uh, it's you all know. about the law. You know, I just want to go and see the family in Queensland. Yeah, but uh, I, I find it weird. Like, yeah, okay. So everyone's getting vaccinated, and that's good. But this, no, this um, this whole situation though has put me in a very uncomfortable position because Gladys said something I agreed with. What? Uh-oh. I know. I know. Okay, hit me. She she issued a stern warning on Friday about people talking about seventy percent double dose vaccination coverage being should not be seen as Freedom Day. That's Hang it. on, I know. No, where yeah. did the Freedom Day thing come from? And the seventy percent in originally. Shut up! I agree with Gladys. Now it shouldn't be called no, no, Freedom no. Day. It might have been where her. Where did it come from? I was it her. Oh, yeah. might have been yeah. her. I reckon. People are allowed to change. Yeah, I love exactly. everything she says now. Everything. Well, it was also 70 and 80%. Remember how – what does that mean? I don't know. I thought it might be 70% Doesn't. for first doses and 80% for both doses. And I thought, it, okay, it maybe that makes every sense. But it's, it doesn't make sense. Oh, just on that, though, I was quite heartened that uh, Pfizer um, uh, rolling out or, or get, get, they've been approved in the US for um, for vaccine doses for the kitties. Five oh, the kitties. That's what I'm looking for. Um, I don't know when it'll happen in Australia. Might roll out in schools at some point. Well, but we've just no, got no. Moderna, so you know yeah. we're rolling out the Modernas and things. So hopefully we'll. I want something for the kitties too. Hey, can um, I? Can before we leave Gladys, I'm just going to say, Siege. I, I don't think it. It can't have been her saying it first because she's actually quoted as saying, "I'm always wary of using terms like Freedom Day because we have to open up step by step and it has to be done cautiously. She's always held that position because she, she said so. She always held that position and she said so this week. It must in be her true. thoughts it and must not be true. redone history. Okay, okay. I will I not have you denigrating our, our elected representatives and what they are quoted as saying in print or pixels. I won't have it. Okay. Can I um, just not a, a, slight, a slight pivot, <laughs> but I just wanted to read out a, a, a an intensely bad COVID take um, from the Australian. <laughs> from the Australian, not so it's, it was retweeted. Um, uh, Adam, how long did it take you Adam, to filter through all the intensely bad COVID takes? Like that's impressive. This is just a, this was just a shockingly dumb one because it's it's <laughs> it's the kind of thought where the length of time for you to have the thought is the length of time to go, no, that's a dumb thought. That's a dumb thought. How does, uh, and so th- this was published in The Australian and Adam Crichton uh, tweeted, tweeted this, this quote from it. We, oh. it's good. we have so far stuck 34,911,907 testing strips up people's noses to discover around 80,000 positive cases. That means mm. 34.8 million of those tests were unnecessary. So at more what? than $100 each, we've spent $3.5 billion on literally nothing. And I am just... <laughs> what? The, the, if those words what? entered uh. your brain in that order, how could you possibly continue and think, oh, this is a good thought? How could you write them down? How could you publish them in a newspaper that... How uh, did someone clear it to be published oh. again? And then you decided that, oh, I'll just take that snippet from my article and tweet it. How, so a negative test is worth nothing. It's worth. What is he talking about? No, I'm. I'm trying to. What? It's. It, it, they were all wasted because it's only worth having a test if you're going to come out positive. Yeah. Oh, well, no. Okay, he has a point. And there. if you, you do, the more testing them. you yeah, do, yeah, yeah, the more yeah. posi- more cases you get. 
It breaks my brain. It breaks my brain that you would just go, yeah, what we want is only test the uh, positive people because you know that in advance somehow. Oh, my God. What a fuckwit. Well, but I've, I've worked with people like this. I had When I was a bouncer back in the day, we had a bar <laughs> manager. <laughs> Where you're working. <laughs> I, just, I just like the overlap between Australian, not knocking bouncers, wonderful people sometimes, we were, uh, yeah. but the Australian opinion writers and bouncers in terms of um, intelligent it's commentary. Not, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm likening Creighton to the bar manager because the bar manager would walk in on a day oh, where right. we'd have 80 million people in the room and 80,000 bouncers and you'd go, it's nothing going on. Look at all these guys standing around doing nothing. What a waste of money. Next time we do this event, I want half the number of bouncers. And I looked at him and I was waiting for that. Boom, ching. He meant it. He yep. exactly meant it. Because there was no trouble, there should that- not be prevention. <laughs> okay. This is no different. It's exactly the same thinking and you idiot. But it's the, it's the fact that people like this, um, like Funny, Adam really. Crichton is the, the economics editor in the Australian, you know, they think of themselves as, yeah, oh I'm, my I'm, God. I'm economically literate. You know, it's it's like, no, how, how can the you? The economics some, editor, how? which is where you kind of look at big things and look at the flow-ons of those big things and things oh. that you may not have thought of in the first place that has an, a connection to it. And that, oh my God. He thinks economics is only about money and he spotted waste. It's, it's not waste. waste. It's not. Like, and it's not even no, waste. In no world Excuse is, me. is a Excuse negative me. test result waste. W- William? Yes? Are you an economist? No, I'm not. Are you an economics editor? Uh, no, I'm not. Do you work for Australia's largest no, national I did year 12 I am. Economics. I am now. Uh, no, sorry. I'm, you might have done year 12 economics, but I've, I've just asserted I'm, I'm the G'day Sausages economics desk. So there you I've go. never yeah, done any I economics. I didn't past. No. <laughs> no, actually, I did pass that one. <laughs> did you? I listened yeah, to Freakonomics this morning. Does that count? Yeah. No, modern European history. I got caught up in the stories. Can you imagine me in a history class? It was it was absolutely hopeless. No facts. No. No, no. no cannot remember the order of anything. Get hooked up on the personalities and just want to know who had the relationship with who. But why did Mussolini stop spending time with Hitler? Like, why? What What broke it up? Like was it a anymore. dinner party? Was it something else? No, they're interested in the same thing. Totally girl. lost it in the exam because... Yeah, wrote a letter to my cousin. Anyway, all right, let's we pivot. Move on. Given that, uh, let's let's go with. Um, given that you just brought up alliances, um, uh, France and Germany. No, it's no, sorry, Italy and Germany alliance back it's in Germany. the war. Let's yep. go. Let's go with modern alliances and AUKUS. Uh, so obviously, obviously, this has been the big story for you know a week and a half now, two weeks now. That mm. uh, you know Australia dumping France in a ditch like uh, cheap shitty Galois. And have moved to much cooler Marlboros over in America with our new bros and bought some nuclear subs. There's been a lot of commentary on this um, a bit. Uh, over, the t- over the last few weeks. A lot of things to say. I, w- I want to throw my first thing is um, there's so much commentary here in Australia about, you know, uh, the goods and bads of this. You know, the Australians all, this is the greatest thing since forever. Suddenly no, we've got can power, we, can we've got Sorry, news. I just need you to take me back a bit. Which bit are you talking about? You're talking about the decision to change the su- the, the submarines is the, the, the bit? Oh, that and the, the AUKUS Pact and all sorts of stuff like that. But, oh, okay, sorry. I just. But I, well, here's the first thing I want to throw in, and this is just one way of looking at it. And I was listening to a bunch of um, uh, New York Times podcasts on this, and I was mm. like, you know, they obviously it's about Australia is, is in there, but all of the, the commentary here in Australia is framed like we are the strategic masters, that we're playing the, che- <laughs> we're the, we're the chessboard. We're the chessboard and this is like our queen masterstroke where, we, where we've chess. allowed our alliance with, with um, France to get. And it's like, no, we're not oh. pawns, but we're one of the lower pieces where you don't mind too much if it's taken. Um, but, you know. Do you know what it is? It's, does anyone mind if I bring my little brother to the party? And you're yeah. like, no, all right. No, this, you is, can bring this him. is literally it. This is literally yeah. uh, Biden saying to Scott Morrison a few months ago, hey, I think what we want to do is enhance our strategic posture against China and we're going to use you to do that. And sorry, you're going to have to dump your um, your your relationship with France on the submarines. We're going to give you better submarines, but you're going to have to do that because that's going to bring us all into the alliance much more deeply. This is Australia is not the strategic plan. We are the we are the we're not pawn. I'm going to call us knights in this in this game. We are not. That's lofty. I'm going to go bishop because they're like knights oh. can actually bend, but bishop's sort of one directional. And I would yeah, I but, wouldn't but, give us the. But we are definitely not castles bending. or queens or kings. We are no. we are mid level pieces here. Hopefully. Absolutely. And, we, and we're playing in quad now. That's the other yes, place we where are. we're playing. Mm. And we're also playing we in uh, 
I want to say Micta, Micta, Makita. No, that's a power tool. Micta. Sure. So we we are in a group of uh, this is one of the other groups that Scott Morrison's meeting when he goes overseas with Ooh. Mexico, Indonesia, the Good Korea, mm-hmm. and Turkey. Is that like the and, Good Kenny? And just yeah, exactly. And Australia. So we're in the Quad, the um, AUKUS, the Micta, the ANZUS, and. ASEAN. Ma- ASEAN. We're not in ASEAN. We're, we're only we're included in, in we're this. A, we're observer status on ASEAN. We sit and watch. We're not in ASEAN. We're only for included in any of this because we're a vow, okay? It's like when you play <laughs> 8 out of 10 cats, it does countdown. You, it's it's like you need a vow to hold the other letters together, otherwise it doesn't make That's any. why it's so hard to get New Zealand into an alliance. Like they're it really, is. like who got puts nothing to do with their stance on They always have to be at the end of any alliance. <laughs> it's totally to do with the vowel thing, and that's why we get included in everything because we're an A. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, how did you feel? Oh, how did you feel about um, about Morrison? The story about Morrison not actually calling France or potentially. No, no, they won't take his call. Yeah, Macron no, no, won't take no, his call beforehand. Beforehand. Oh. So, oh, so when he didn't when, call. Oh like, yeah, he like didn't what you meant to do. What you meant to do when you've got a new girlfriend in, waiting in the yeah, wings? You break up first. You break up first. You you ring your old. No girlfriend no no, and say, no. You go straight to Facebook and you change your status to it's complicated, <laughs> and then they think about it. Because <laughs> I like the French ambassador saying he found out via the media. It's like I that suggests to me that um, Macron may have found out via the media as well. Because surely Macron would have informed the ambassador pretty quickly. Because we've had so? no um, precedent of doing something uh, in a major political space without consulting the other country. A bit like, oh, we're oh, live cattle exports. Let's stop doing that. Let's mm. stop trading beef because Indonesia will do nothing about that because it's just Indonesia. So they didn't take any of our horticulture for fucking years that nobody ever heard about. Because- I don't know what the complaint's about. I'm on Barnaby's site. Like Barnaby had a, a great line on us with the French because he's saying, look, I, I we don't need to prove our affinity or our affection because we, we are resolute. We, we lost, what is it, tens of thousands of Australians died on French soil in 25 oh world God, wars to, you know, to keep everyone safe. You know, the fact that this would, this would cause anything, no, don't worry about it. That's our acting Prime Minister, Barnaby Joyce, doing a Bruce Ruxton for the older folk listening. Oh, I nice died in 20 that. world wars for this, and this is exactly <laughs> what Barnaby's doing. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Just hilarious. But just so, so dumb. So dumb. Such a stupid take, but imagine that. That's why he's only acting Prime Minister. Um, he doesn't act at it very well. Actually, no, he does do a pretty good act. There still remain a lot of questions as well on, on AUKUS. Like, uh, we, we don't know how many we're going to get, how, how much they're going to cost, uh, how it's all going to work, where they're going to be built, what's going to happen. How much we've already spent on the others and doing... How like, much it's going to cost to get co- out of that? Yep. Yeah, most contracts mm. have a get-out clause that costs you a bit of money, you know, all that sort of thing. Is is it still going to be done in, you know, w- what happens to all those people? Remember all the um, Christopher Pine particularly about going on about the submarines and how important it was that these things are built in Adelaide and all the stuff associated with that? No, no. And it's the 70th anniversary this week of ANZUS. Oh, but we can't take a when we get our new sub, submarines, we can't take them to New Zealand because New Zealand won't have them there. That's right. Which I'm perfectly happy with. Well, why'd we take them there anyways? Is it on the way to China? I'm not sure. My geography's not great. I don't know. They have to Depends which way you go. Take on board oranges, something to do with scurvy. I don't know. Did you did you Will you, you mentioned Bojo earlier? Did you catch uh, his quote on the the whole fracas is what we're going to talk about no my my only bojo my, 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 only, my only bojo point so boris johnson obviously involved in AUKUS, but my favorite thing about this is that finally boris johnson has admitted he has six children um it was it was a big He's feature admitted to having- oh no before before you talk about his kids so he had a comment on the on the the fight between the french and australia and u.s Oh, like it was, it was. Uh, His quote yeah. was literally, don't, I, I think it's time for some of our friends around to prenez un glip and then donnez-moi un break. <laughs> so he literally he says in his schoolboy French, you know, give me a break and, and get a grip. It actually sounded like Je suis une pop star. Yep. <laughs> in <laughs> the south of France. Holy oh, shit, though. Speaking yep. of, speaking of Boris Johnson, okay, so we turn. Just for so a little six, bit into no, that. he's admitted to six kids. So, this is the part I want to yeah. go back to. And another on the way, right? Minim, minim, and yeah, on the way. Minimum six plus one. Like there's, yeah. there's others. That, that, others okay, are, so that's a kind of, what do you call it in your science terms? It's kind of like your N plus one, but yeah. possibly there's more. I just okay. love I just love that um, 
it took him that long to admit how many children he had. Like, how is that possible that your prime minister doesn't answer questions about how many children he has? Okay, you have me there. I, I, I just, uh, it's six, well, six and a bit, six and a bit, six and a bit. He might not know. Mind you, mind you, there is another Boris Johnson story and it's just, it's just freaking wild. Uh, so our prime minister did, did a weird dumb thing Um uh, a couple you of narrowed weeks, down for us? Uh, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago when he said, it's like in that movie, The Croods. Um, uh. <laughs> Boris Johnson did a speech to the UN Gen- General Assembly uh, where he compared mm. climate change to Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. And it was just, <laughs> Wasn't where he said, actually, it is easy being green. Yeah, something like that. That was his big call. <laughs> actually, I think you'll find it is easy being green. Would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Miss yep. Piggy's my spirit animal anyway, but Miss Piggy is a bit of an abuser. As Jeez, I said. man, you, you took away the fun just there. Yeah, okay. you just took everything out of that. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that's not you, Siege. You Hi. That, that's not you. That's Everyone not knows no, no, women can't not. be abusers, man. Have you not well, read Well the, the books? thing I, I just the, the Miss Piggy I remember. I thought she was rather glamorous and wonderful. I, I don't doubt that she that, that she had qualities. Um, so the part I would like to link is, I think this will bring us nicely to the next stage, um, go, if I may. Go which to. Is that Nancy Pelosi made a little speech oh, in, yeah. in, at, in the US Capitol yes. and uh, about a, bli- a, bli- a bilateral meeting that um, was about to take place. With Australia, I think bilateral meeting blah is a better lateral. description. And she um, was introducing Scott Morrison, who made a ridiculous short speech that was incomprehensible word salad. But anyway, she said, "Of course, um, we're looking forward to our meeting, and of course, we'll be discussing climate change. And thank you for your leadership in that regard." I know, I know, and it's like, who the fuck is prepping you, Nancy? What the hell's going on, you deranged woman? This is crazy. It's crazy so, talk. So weird. Why? To, to, to A, get it so wrong. To yes. like And B, politically weird in the sense that, in the no sense that she's Democrat. What's the payoff for saying that, that Australia is doing really well in climate change mm. right, right now? That's not backing up Biden's narrative. No. Not backing up the truth. It's such a weird thing to do. The I best defence was- I read was that she may have, all she'd been fed was that we were beating our targets, which are like, what is it, 3% by... 2148. Yeah. And so that we're on a path to beat the shit target. She didn't know the targets were shit. That's the closest thing I've ever been defending. She 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 is not unpowerful in the American political system. Rumor uh, has it. And yeah. I think she would have access to a bunch of people who would know a little bit more than just yeah. the surface reading of global climate politics. Uh that would know that Australia's place in this has been disingenuous and false and mm. I don't see how I don't see how she makes that mistake. I think that's a really weird one to do. So. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was just terrible. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like it was funny when Biden didn't remember Morrison's name, but then getting ex- an actual political position wrong mm. is actually mm. worse. I yeah. think. Oh no, it is worse. And uh, I was like, why would why would you do that? And putting it all together again goes back to your original point, Will, which is we are so irrelevant in all this. Only oh, there for the vow. We're not. Only there but 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 um yeah. I mean it's it's. But if you want to just go okay, let's let's find some some flattering thing to say to to you know we're gonna do a little speech together. Let's find some little flattering bit. So Australia and the US, lo- great allies, or we've just signed the new AUKUS thing or whatever. Or, but don't. Or, like, I love your Kaola bears in your emus. Yeah, but even just even just that. something like um you know uh per capita on the last Olympics or the yeah. Paralympics or, you know, just something recent. It has to be so tenuous and it's easy enough to pick that kind of shit up about Australia. So. Really mm. not. Well, Morrison nah. gave us some material. He, he made a great quote when he was talking about the, the quadrilateral security dialogue. I, I don't, did you see this quote? Out the front of the White House, we are really good at digging stuff up in Australia and making sure it can fuel the rest of the world when it comes to the new energy economy. So now we are really good at digging oh stuff God. up. Was a was a headline quote in the last what about twenty five? I know it's Australia's new motto. Like I don't know if we had one before, but now we're going to do it. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do that in Latin, uh, ceteris digius upus, or something. And like we're going to change the national anthem. We're really good at that digging up stuff and giving it to everybody. Or else. in the constitution, and we can have mateship and indigenous representation, and we're really good at digging stuff up. Digging yeah, stuff. That's a win for everyone, John Howard, and for. Yeah. And I, I can I didn't see the visual, but I assume he had his two thumbs up and his freaking tourism Australia face on because like what a 
I don't so like this it. is the quad one, which, the, which yeah. is Australia, US, India, and Japan, and that. And I, mm. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so we've got. I understand all the um, acronyms for the other thing, but quad I've decided is quick another diversion. Hey, it's nice, like, nice. It's like, mm. oh, let's go over there because, like, we're doing bad at other stuff. It's not good. I do not like it. It's not, and it leaves us with Barnaby in charge. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and so Barnaby was on the radio. He's been everywhere this week. And I did see, like, we had a little, I, I saw some messages fly past about why the hell is this guy on 7.30 report you guys were sending? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? And it's like, because he's acting prime minister. So it's not unreasonable to question the person who is the acting prime minister on what his position may be on some certain key political issues. Oh, of course. However. It's Barnaby Siege. It's Barnaby. <laughs> let's, let's, you know, let, let's add the last bit to that sentence. But it's Barnaby. So his big thing was because Frydenberg came out this week talking about Australia committing to net zero emissions by 2050, which we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> um, but he was Barnaby was then interviewed about, well, where do you stand on that? Where do the Nationals stand on that? And he went raving on about how there was an article in the in the Guardian um, that had said they had to fire up uh, fire, or use more energy from coal fire power stations because it it, it um it, there hadn't been enough renewable energy and therefore the prices were high mm-hmm. and that and I went back and I looked and I found the article and the article's from about two weeks ago and it does mm-hmm. say that and that's fine I don't know all the other bits that go around it but I did find the article so that's okay however he did say that um England and the uh uh UK that this is what happened there and he told Hamish McDonald who he was being interviewed by on Friday morning that should be a section for one of your programs to investigate so Hamish McDonald goes um there's actually a separation between the government and what the ABC does in its investigations and Barnaby goes not really we have to pay for you and that's a substantive part of the budget and so Hamish McDonald's trying to say there is editorial independence um or whatever. So what? And quite frankly, even if Barnaby want, even if the ABC wanted to go ahead now and do an investigation into um, have have the, have the renewable situation in the sure. UK because they've been trying it for quite a while and that they can't because it's going to look like Barnaby told them to go off and investigate it. I mean, the sh- yick, yick. <laughs> You know, just, you know what I mean? I mean, I was listening to it on the radio and I was like, are you kidding me? That's, it's a, a weird version of the quiet bit out loud though, isn't it? Like it's a strange perversion It is. Well, it's, it's the quiet bit. It's like, well, you should do it because we're paying for you. But not thinking through and the consequence of that would be it looked like we are doing it and that would be bad. In his defence, he wouldn't give a shit. No, he doesn't you know, give a to shit. To be fair, he's like, does that look bad? I don't know what bad looks like. I'm going to go home to my... He's he's got six plus children too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's six. He's six. six. I think. Yeah, yeah six. Uh, they have in common. So right. don't you find that strange? Strange? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> entirely within keeping with Barnaby Joyce. Strange, oh, okay. strange for someone who is acting or prime minister to not understand <laughs> that you don't actually get to tell the ABC what to do. Yes, historically. But also, you just know that that's going to be the first three hours of the next Senate Estimates Committee. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and and you no doubt will watch all three hours of that and tell us all about it. Oh, yeah, some, of will. some of us yeah. will. Some of us will. Yeah, Siege will. Are I'll you going to watch it too? <laughs> all right, so let's go. Let's go with the climate then. Um, so Josh Frydenberg, uh, where did he come to on net zero by twenty well, fifty? He's, he's into it now. Apparently, apparently he's into it because he's found out he could get a trip to Scotland. Oh, okay. He can, yeah, he he's can, into he can it, go regardless. He's into it because of interest rates on home loans, small business loans, financial viability of large scale infrastructure projects, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. My favourite bit of the quote was, uh, the government cannot risk run the risk of financial markets quite falsely assuming Australia is a climate change pariah. Look, this We can't is... run the risk of them falsely assuming that because well, it would be there's accurate. enough legitimately falsely. assuming that. You don't need the false accusations as well. But look, this is finally them realising that actually the rest of the world wants us to have a climate policy and there are a yeah. whole bunch of you know trading partners or financial markets that will say, look, you know, we can't trust Australia on this issue. We, won't, we either won't buy their goods or we can't yeah. trust their climate policy being stable enough in the long term that, that this is a good investment horizon. So, but this, I, this is an upside though. This is good because at least, if nothing else, um, my own cynicism and disgust for these people aside, I'll say men because it's mostly men, 
whatever it takes to give them a language that they feel they can actually use to justify this action, I say, fuck it, go for it. Oh, me too. Yeah, so but that's, that's what Barnaby was actually arguing against was because this interview sprang from a preview of Frydenberg's speech and he's sort of like, but the, but it doesn't work. You have to just go and look at the UK and see that it doesn't work and so we need to know what the expense is going to be and the costs are to these different, in, you know, to different people and no one's mm. investigating that <sighs> and looking at it. No so, one's investigating that. You know, and, it, and it's like it, <sighs> the Nationals will cock this up, make – no bones about yeah. it. The Nationals are going to cock this up. He said, we've got to look at our constituents and their constituents we know are not farmers because farmers have been leading the way on on dealing with carbon and emissions and stuff for ages now. And it's the it's the miners and the coal miners. Did you like, did you like Scott Morrison's uh, comment? I, I think this was in talking to Biden or not talking to Biden, but comments with Biden. Um, mm. In Australia, it's not enough to have a commitment to something. You've got to have a got to have a plan to achieve it. You have to, you have oh, a no. plan to meet your commitment. If you don't have a plan, you don't have a commitment. <laughs> but they do, and then and then they ask, and then you get things like Barnaby saying, "Well, I can't make a decision yet because I haven't seen the plan." It's like you're the government, make the plan. We, don't be government. You know, Barnaby, if you if you don't want to make a plan, don't be government. Don't want to make a plan. Go yeah. away. If, if you can't work out what the plan is, go away. There are people who want to actually do plans. That's not fair. I mean, Scott went on to say, look, we're committed to achieving it. We, we know the world is transitioning to a new energy economy. It's no longer about if or even when for that matter. It's about how. Uh, so, you know, how we achieve the reduction in global emissions, in our own emissions, in individual nations' emissions, while still lifting standards across the nations. And the answer is history has shown us time again, it's technology. Practical, oh, no. scalable, commercially oh, no. viable technology. So he, he, he went on with his stay, uh, same dribbling Uninformed, evidence-denying garbage. Yeah. So, you know, there's a plan. It's technology. I think we sold him short. I think we did. What we need, right, it's kind of like the best way to defeat this enemy is, like, they've only got guns. What we need is laser beams. We've got to, <laughs> just get lasers. <laughs> Fucking sci-fi well, childish attitude. But the thing that gets me is that shift from a historical Liberal Party perspective of, of you know, maybe markets are a way to solve different sorts of problems, whereas instead they're going, you know, let's pick some winners here. And, you know, I'm not against the concept of government investing in technology here, but no. it's just so, you know, what is going to drive technology? What's going to incentivize it? It's only going to happen if there is a clear policy landscape. So, but where and, and we know unambiguously he only says that because he knows it's a way to avoid any kind of action. There's no, there's no further thought than that. If I just keep talking at that garbage, I've done my bit. There's your soundbite on the environment. We're pro environment. Cheers. But it's also where do they think the technology is coming from? Because it, you know, you know, business will only invest in certain components of technology, and and that they think's got a fairly good chance of stuff. And that's it, a lot of it comes, dare I say, from universities and other research institutions mm. that are not getting any support at the moment. They don't or- need to because they compete for the support and they get the support they need because the market will solve it. But that's a different uh, podcast. My God. My God. No, Sorry. it's fine because you get technology, right, from your yeah. technologists. Okay. So just continuing slightly climatey, but uh, Hunter. Uh, so there's been a bunch of stuff coming out about um, Labor's captain's pick to for the seat uh, in Hunter, so uh, seat of Hunter. Oh, Joel we're going to Fit- screw this up. Uh. Joel Fitzgibbon's old seat, so yeah. um, he's resigning at the next election. And whilst there had been a bit of a pre-selection battle going on, uh, Anthony Albanese had invited Daniel Repicioli. Uh, oh, my so, God. No, I thought it was Christine Keneally for both of them. No, not Christine Keneally. Uh, no. uh, Daniel Repicioli, so he's a, a former coal miner, now works in the mining services industry, uh, Olympic shooter, went to five Olympics. I'm not sure how many how many golds he got, but anyway. Um, Commonwealth golds in pistols. The other, thing, the other thing I was reading about him, he's um, he was described as a um, – a really tall and imposing guy. Um, not a, not not very not not very overweight, but he's six foot eight and and one hundred and thirty kilos. And you know you know who um, you know that brings to mind straight away. It, Jonah out of Veep. No, no, that's not no. that's not what I was thinking. No, I was thinking um, strong Belwas from Game of Thrones. Not strong Belwas. No, uh, our our Victoria Cross recipient. Um, oh my! Who is idiot. also also a really giant person. 
And is I he six thought, foot eight? Oh, he's he's probably more. He's huge. Are you serious? Yeah, he can't be more than six foot eight. That's not humanly possible. You fall over. <laughs> no, that's two people <laughs> stuck together. But yeah. um, but yeah. So so people have gone back and and found you know some commentary in in Repertoli's old social media accounts suggesting okay he's not he's he's a bit more. Well, he describes it as a bit more larrikin. Joel Fitzgibbon said it's a bit more larrikin than the modern candidate might say. Um, some, oh, it's just locker room talk, right? Uh, like he, he described India a shithole as a shithole when he attended ah. the Commonwealth Games there in 2010. He's since deleted that. Uh, his, this is one I like. Um, on Facebook, he's he's claimed that his favourite quote, I don't know, Facebook used to have this feature where it's your, your favourite quote, was mm-hmm. size doesn't matter when you have 130 kilos pushing it. Oh, I'm we'll going to be know a little that. bit sick now. I was a little bit sick yeah. then. <laughs> no, that's that's an old expression. Though. That's been around for centuries. <laughs> I assume he's talking about um, knee extension bench presses. Okay, I, I don't know. I don't. I assume know. he means a coal mining cart when the when the cars break down and oh the horses die. You know who else was the, the captain's pick? Craig Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> But um, well, he's but given us entertainment for months. Just to finish on da- Daniel Rapacholi, so there are there are. Um, mm. Uh, Labor people, uh, so branch members there who are looking at running running against him somehow um, because they're they're mm. quite miffed. Now I understand, you know, Joel Fitzgibbon wanted someone like Repacholi, you know, a coal miner, uh, working class, mm. you know, bloke bloke to 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 win this seat. But I think it is such a such an error, and it's and it's and it's doing the politics of the last election. You know, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, they always mm. fight the last it's war. It's almost like the world has moved on enormously since twenty nineteen. Different world. Dude has a huge beard, though, so that might make a difference to the hipster vote in the Hunter. He has a huge beard. It's really <laughs> impressive. That's a tradie beard, not a hipster beard. No, it's so mighty that I think it might transition. I think it might oh. cross boundaries. This could be something that brings Depends people together. which photo you're looking at, guys. You might not be looking at the same photos. It no, it's the same guy. Same guy. So I think it's more about which angle. Are you looking at from the top, the side, underneath? You know, that's what did, What else has happened? I, I, did PJK say anything this week? Because I, I heard... Oh, that was about August. Yeah. I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he got in there. What did he's, he say? Um, Good. He's well, apparently, look, so Keating has been criticised in the past for ignoring, basically saying, look how China's brought all these people out of poverty, but ignoring human rights abuses. That's something that's been levelled him for a long time. But um, he's really mad about the whole attitude liberals have towards China. He's saying they're basically prepared to lose our way entirely in the Asia-Pacific region and basically calling it strategically ridiculous and quite dangerous. And he points out China are not the people who invade other countries. It's America who does that with us holding their Again, you can't say the quiet part out loud. Like, that's, yeah. that's true. It's true. Paul, but Paul can. Paul which, can. Which, which, side, which side do you want to be on, though? Well, it's a good question. But what, what I like is with the bit I was reading, uh, Bernie Keynes wrote in, in Crikey, a quote from uh, Keating in 1998, and he said, uh, Australian engagement with Asia is not a temporary enthusiasm. Asia is not a flavour of the month. We have not been on a 10-day package tour from which we can return with a couple of T-shirts and a handful of colour prints for the album. Australia can't bolt on the even route motor, bolt on the even route and motor off to the coast of California. <laughs> and I thought, this is exactly what we're doing. And that's, of course, you know, cue images of a, a, a shitty-looking French submarine strapped to, a, strapped to Australia and heading off towards America, etc. So he's... um. Yeah, PJ's come out and he's been quite vocal about his opinions on this and depending on which side you're on, you're abusing him for being a dick earlier or not. But then there was a Chinese, um, I love there's a, a Peking University professor wrote a piece in the China Daily about Quad and AUKUS. Very reasonable, but he's saying security groupings or alliances might have served some purpose during the Cold War era, but they don't have any use in today's globalised world. Oh, really? No, they don't have any use anymore. Cooperation rather than strategic competition is the only way countries can meet the challenges facing the world, including climate change and COVID. So he's just being reasonable. He's just saying security groupings would inevitably prompt rival groupings to engage in an arms race to ensure their survival and security. It's not a threat. He's just making comments. So it's like the jets and the sharks in West Side Story. That's what I heard. Less singing. <laughs> Less singing, no dancing, maybe. Yeah, I don't think he was singing it, but it's it's just I, I really it's beautifully passive. I'm just making comment yep. language from just asking professor. questions. Yeah, and and fair enough too. But yeah, God, the the soft talk and so forth is going. Well, it, I mean, of course, China is um, is shitting themselves over some subs that will de- be delivered maybe in 25 years. Oh, so shit, the, dam- the damage we're going to represent. Oh so much. God. They're terrifying. All right, you like any more? What else you got? Any 
Anything else? I think I've got a no, one. No, John Elliott died. Oh, okay. And oh, I, I, I did like a tweet that there was um, a lot of people say we shouldn't speak ill of the dead. However. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, former president of the Colton Footy Club. And uh, I, I, I started to read what Morrison had put up on his um, media centre mm. as a tribute to a former Liberal leader of the party in Victoria. And, and all I got crying. to was he led a very Australian life. And I went, oh, oh, no, I'm out. A very I'm out. Australian I'm out. life. Shut like, up. Shut Did up. Did he hear himself? What the fuck are you talking about? No, it's all blurred. It's just sickening garbage. As soon as you start doing that, you wave the Aussie flag and talking about it's un-Australian. Well, he you're, wears a, you're a mental moron. Flag on his face. I mean, that's yeah. not right it means either. You got a brain the size of a pig. You know what and gets me though? Like a child. The thing that gets me, the thing that hurts me about all that is, yes, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like it's such a, such a dumb way of thinking about the world. Oh, Australian, Australian, Australian. But the problem that I have is when, and this is the same in America or most countries, when progressives give up on that. They just go, oh, we'll, we'll let the let the right wing parties have all of that symbolism. There's there's like a free five ten percent of voting, and it's like, okay, oh. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. You know, it's un-Australian saying things are un-Australian. There you go. I'll take it back. It's un-Australian to call things un-Australian. No, I agree with you, Will. You have to get. You have to have a bit of it. It's just that it it is galling, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yes. look, it makes me not want to be proud. Well, the of my thing, own the country, thing that I would is say appalling. is like, fuck off, cheddar cheese. There is a whole bunch of Australianism that is being uh, in solidarity with your workmates, making sure that bosses mm. don't run, ride roughshod over everyone else, looking out for the little guy, looking out for um, the rest of society, maybe having a, a welfare state where we where we care about each other. That's Australian even- to me. And yeah, seeing the humour having- in things, laughing at anything, like anything can be funny. But also like maybe having a capitalist system that's okay that actually has a safety net. Mm. Everyone forgets that bit about the whole capitalist stuff. It's like, oh, it's all market-driven, it's all market-driven. No, no, no. The safety net is a really important part. The welfare state is a very important also, part. So we, we don't have a very capitalistic, competitive system. No, like no. We have all I'm hearing giant is monopolies. We have giant monopolies. Oh, we have giant monopolies. Sit, monopolies. sit around and get protected. Anymore. Yeah. No, no. All I'm hearing is socialism, Siege. I'm very worried about you. I think they've, they've gotten <laughs> to you. I've been locked down for quite a while now. So What are you reading? You're reading Marx because he's a socialist Nazi. Reading as if I've been reading anything. I just continue. I just watch Downton Abbey on a loop. <laughs> don't you watch? I sent you a subscription to Who magazine. Aren't you reading that? <laughs> I probably sent to the wrong apartment. How annoying! You might have. It's true. Your neighbours are stealing your literature. Oh, just totally different point then. If we're going to go on to TV, you know what got me? People, people, <laughs> people saying the chess lady. What's me called? What's the chess lady one? Uh, the Queen's Gambit. Oh, the Queen's Gambit lady. Yeah. Was it? Well, you know, um, was way better than uh, Kate Winslet in Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown was bloody great TV. Excellent TV. The chess lady was okay. They were both good. No. Look, I've, I've seen neither, and so I've I can definitely say of one of you's wrong. No, <laughs> right, I watched like- both of them. They were very good. <laughs> Gary Kasparov liked the Queen's Gambit, and he's a chess world legend, universal master. So I'm going to go with... That doesn't mean his TV opinions are good. Yes, it does. He's, he's a genius. He's, he's saying, finally, there has been some TV about me playing chess. About genius. Me, but I'm, I'm actually the girl. That's what he's saying. Hey, Australia, look after yourself, okay? Yeah, um, please take care. Support and hug your friends on any. No, don't hug them. No, okay. If they're within the bubble, <laughs> give them a virtual hug. Hug them from behind give, 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 and smell their hair. That's less creepy. Give them a virtual hug. But look after your friends. And at some point, if we can get our dander up, we can you know, do some sort of cathartic vision on this thing. Oh, maybe. <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> we'll be back sometime, listener. Bye.